Welcome to Backdoor Cover Podcast. Happy Thursday. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, I'm joined by Can't Miss Mitch. And you know who's with us today. The Value Index Algo. Let's go, baby. Here we go. I think I did better than the Algo last week a little bit. Oh, yeah? You going to toot your own horn over there? I mean, toot toot. I heard Stephen A. Smith today yelling at everybody, and he goes... If you're not going to toot your own horn, who else is going to do it? It's a good point. You know? It's, Stephen A. is an all-time uh, self-tutor, uh, I should call it. I he, don't know how he's his own hype man. He he goes. He's he got goes. pretty much, I think they talk about how he can just go from zero to 60. Like, he's off screen, and he's just like a normal human, and he goes on screen, turns into this personality. It's just so... Overhyped. Like, like, what, like Russell Westbrook intense. Yeah. Yeah. The dude's a maniac. Uh, that being said, I did have a monster week last week. Uh, I think I went 12 and three. Let me, uh, let me see. The algo went eight and eight. So it's putting the algo at 55% for the season. And Pete did not have a good week. How was your week? I went eight and eight because of the Rams game. Did you have the Rams or did you have San Fran? I had you listed as the Rams. And if I had that, the Rams. So you went 12 and four. I went 12 I and four. Sorry. No, you're good. I went uh, eight and eight. Pete went nine and seven. He had San Fran because he okay. changed it last minute. Uh, on the pod, he said he wanted the Rams, but he texted us right after and was like, I've changed my mind. I've changed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No so, problem. You know, not bad. Not bad. Yours was damn good, I should say. It was really good. I guess we should address the uh, the uh, elephant in the room here. Pete is not with us. Uh, he's on daddy duty. He had a, he got c- called by the bat signal to go take care of the baby. So uh, we'll get him on the uh, longer extended episodes. It'll be on Patreon. So uh, I think that's a good opening segment here. Yeah, I mean, the free picks, you're, you can't get Pete. Pete is now extra. Pete, Pete's the extra? Pete is extra along with the algo. He's a premier personality? That's right. He's a premier personality. So for, for those of you who are either new or who are not sure what we're talking about, we recently launched a Patreon page where the vast majority of our picks and our gambling hub is essentially located. It is now a $10 per month subscription service. You can come and go as you please. Pick, uh, you know, stay for a month, come and go, whatever you want to do. Uh, basically, what we're going to do is release five picks here on our standard feeds, on our standard channels on Apple Podcasts. We'll do a Thursday nighter. We'll do two early Sunday, two late Sundays. That'll be five picks, including the Algos picks. The rest of our picks and episodes, takes, everything else will be on this Patreon page that we are sending you to. So I will have a link to that in the description of this podcast. Please come join us. We've had a fad, fantastic, fabulous uh, turnout for the first couple of weeks. We're ecstatic about it, uh, and it's only getting bigger. So appreciate you all. Uh, that being said, <clears throat> My survivor picks mm. every week have been accurate. Got very lucky with Green Bay last week. And my lock of the week mm-hmm. was the New York Jets, who won outright, who everybody thought I was crazy, and they won that game outright. And I've absolutely... I so, also thought you were crazy. I know. So that's know. also going to be on our Patreon page. You go to the Patreon page, we have a feed of information. Mitch is posting his... Uh, his survivor pool picks. He's posting his best bets. There's all sorts of additional information and context that you can use to bet and make your bets this season. So come get on it. If you want to get uh get paid, it's $10 to subscribe. And then you make basically a million dollars for free. So like, it's pretty much free. Yeah. What about, um, 
the camera's a little low, but you have something on top of the TV that's not showing. Oh, yeah. You probably need to talk about that. Well, so starting next month, I guess it would be this month now that it is October. Jesus, time flies. Uh, our new partners, Early Bird CBD, they are back, baby. They were here last football season. For those of you who are long-term listeners, those who of you who are returning, uh, Early Bird CBD is our CBD product of choice. They are my sleep mechanism of choice. They are Mitch's brain function mechanism of choice. Essentially, this is THC. Uh, They are gummies. They also come in tincture. We have a 20% off discount code. Use uh, promo code ALGO. That's A-L-G-O for 20% off your order. That's first-time buyers and uh, long-time customers. It's a one-time use code, but it is good for anyone. So I have eaten many of the (laughs) true... THC, I am a mm-hmm. medical marijuana card holder okay. in Texas, and I get right? the edibles. Yeah, I get yeah, the nano I mean, edibles. That's a serious membership. In Texas, it's pretty exclusive, I think. Right, yeah. You have to have major physical disabilities, which I've, I've got some uh, issues that... His um, brain is so fucking big, he can barely hold his nothing, head up. Nothing to do with my brain, but I've got some <laughs> neurological issues. But I will tell you something about early bird. Tell me. A, it's delicious. Yep. I could eat a hundred of them, although I would not be walking, but they make me feel great. Yeah. And, and I swear to anybody, I am not BSing. They are better than my medical marijuana edibles. It's it's a casual high. Like basically one of your, whatever, your standard dosages of a gummy. This is like a fourth of that in yeah, each one. So not, you can pick. It's like, not that standard. But well, I don't know or what standard less or and what below isn't. standard. It's it's pretty standard. It's pretty good. Yeah. So it's it's on par. Yeah. Is what you're saying. I would say it's on par. Well, if you want to go, you know, no gas, no brakes, all gas, no brakes. You can eat four of them, whatever. But most of us are doing one or two. It's a chill, easy way to relax after work. We love the dudes at Early Bird. I think you will too. Go check them out. Use promo code A L G O. That's Algo for twenty percent off your first order. Let's fucking go, Mitch. Should Thursday we talk night? about Thursday night football? I, I feel like we should talk about that. Don't yeah, you we, think? we definitely should. By the way, the algo is stunk on Thursday night. I think other than the first game of the season, it hasn't done great. Uh, I think we've done well. We had Cincinnati last week. Everybody, including Peter, except the algo had Cincinnati. Miami did have a shot. Uh, should we talk about Tua? Does yeah, it, we, let's talk. Let, I, I mean, he, his hands, like that whole thing. That's I've scary. never seen that. Before. I've never seen that. Well, I've seen it when somebody's got their bell rung. Mm-hmm. You but see it in like MMA. Not, I've never seen the, football. Dude, it looked like something out of the ring movie where his fingers that's were right. breaking by a yeah. ghost. I, it was bizarre. Exorcism. I, I had no idea that that's a neurological thing. Like where no. if you get concussed uh, to a certain degree, whatever, that that's a side effect of it. Uh, apparently that is the case. I think Tua would be able to get his medical marijuana card in Texas you think at so? this point after having those that finger sitch. But yeah, if you're him and people are talking about it, he probably won't, but he probably should retire. Did you hear that whole bit? Tell me more on Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison said, did you see this at all? No, he basically got out there and just was a player advocate. He's like, look, Hey, you got to take care of your body. You know, do not go back out there. And, you know, I guess he's suffered a lot of issues, but retire. There are other people. Rodney never, didn't necessarily say that, mm-hmm. but implied that, you know, health is definitely the better option. Look, Tua has $30 million in guaranteed money. You're right. He can walk off with $30 million and set his life up for success. I mean, he's a competitor. He's not going to want to do that. 
but it's a real option. I mean, how is, do you think it's possible that like the vast majority of these guys have had those types of hits in their career? I mean, I have never seen anything like that. I hadn't either. I don't know what to think about. It was bizarre, man. He looked like he was whatever exorcist. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. All right. We're hoping for it. The Thursday night football game. Yeah. 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 Indianapolis at Denver. Another stinker. yeah, I mean, two underwhelming teams. Two teams that we came into the season thinking were really going to be great with new kind of facelifts, new quarterbacks. Yeah. Total, both of them laying dumps on the field for the first four games of the season. I so don't know. This line opened up at Denver laying three, really hasn't moved that much, seeing three and a half at some books, but. Denver definitely feels like they should be the favorite here. Denver, actually both teams, one and three against the spread. Denver's two and two. uh, And the Colts are one, two, and one. So what are your thoughts here? Initial thoughts. I am not backing the Colts ever again until they prove me wrong, especially without Jonathan Taylor, who has been, uh, he's out. It's official. Uh, I don't think that's, I think that Naheem Himes is going to come in and be fine in that spot. But I mean, until they prove otherwise, this team fucking sucks. And I don't really get it. Everyone, I mean, Pete is so, such a strong believer that Matt Ryan sucks. I didn't ascribe to that until this year, but it's getting more and more. There's just too much proof in the pudding, man. Like they just can't, they can't compete. And then they come out and beat KC, which may be the most bizarre win of the year. On the other side of the ball, Denver, their offense is just bizarre. I, Russell West, I'm sorry, not Russell Westbrook, uh, quarterback. Why am I blanking? Wilson. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Wilson is more cringe than that. Me having a brain fart there, like the way that he behaves on the field. I mean, three points is a lot for two stinky teams going up against each other. I, I'm riding with Denver and the home team. I, it, it's as simple as that. It's just because of the home field advantage. I think. Yeah, I mean, Denver at home definitely has the advantage. It's for sure going to be a low-scoring game. The total on this is 42 points. I don't know. I see this game as potentially being a push. And I think Denver ends up winning this game by three points. It's going to be in these low-scoring games. I'll always side with the points. Yeah, And as much as I think that Denver will absolutely manhandle this Colts team, this undeserving team Mm -hmm. who basically got handed the game against Kansas city. Look, KC, they, you know, obviously they were missing their field goal kicker. So that was a big part of that. And Kelsey dropped that touchdown pass and Casey would be four. No, but that didn't happen. And, but what did happen is Indianapolis's defense did enough to contain the best offense there is. And Denver's offense isn't nearly as good. And so I think Indy's defense is going to do more than you think. Mm. This will be a closer game than you think. My initial feeling when I saw this, I'm like, yeah, Denver's covering the three points. And now I'm, I feel like I want to go the opposite. You do? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to take the Colts here, even with a backup running back. I don't think that's going to make a huge difference. I'm going to take the Colts here plus the three points. I don't love it. Um, I just, it's, it's mainly against Denver, but here's what I'm going to say about this. I just like, I I think the under is the play here. Yeah. I would say take the under because both of these offenses look not great. Not great. So I would go there. 
Well, and the other thing is Denver's run defense is whatever, elite. And you take into account that Matt Ryan can't throw the ball worth a shit. Then they don't have their all-world all running back in Jonathan Taylor, so it's Naheen Himes. And their offensive line has looked like dog shit all year. That's a recipe for major league disaster and definitely not offensive production. So I would think the under is quite is a good take. Uh, Pete says Broncos by a trillion. Did I do that? I did that you, terribly. You did great, except for you used too hard of a T. Yeah. He doesn't know how to use the word. Tr- yeah, it, it, there's an absence of the. T- he yeah. loves he loves the Broncos here. Uh, you can put that on your little spreadsheet. Oh, Brad. I got it on here. Um, do we care? I guess we care what the algo says. By the way, uh, uh, 50, the 50 per, 54% of the money uh, is coming in on uh, the Broncos, which totally makes yeah, sense that's to what me. I um, oh, this is something else on the under. Mm. I thought this was fascinating. Uh, the under is 9 and 0 in the Colts' last nine games overall, <laughs> which is absolutely a wild streak. I would just say continue to take that streak. The algorithm has Denver winning 18.5 to 18. Hmm. So with the spread, you're getting two and a half. Well, you're getting two points of value. Well, yeah, it would be two points of value because they're favored by a half a point and it's a three point line, right? I've, it's 18.5. 18, a you're getting two. Spread. Sorry, you're getting two and a half points of value. Ah, there you go. Jeez. That's what I got. I'm psyching myself out here. I haven't had all food. Tell them, tell any them about food, it. Any food all day. I'm atoning for my, my sins today. What's the... For uh, being a Jew. It's called Yom Kippur. Thank you. I so like I, I like how you say it. I don't, I don't it celebrate any of this tongue. stuff. I have not had anything. I haven't brushed my teeth all day. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to brush your teeth. You're not supposed to drink any water. I had a tiny little bit of sip because I had the worst... Cod mouth this morning. Well, you can't help being handsome. It just is what it My is. My dogs were eating food. I was jealous of the dog food? of the dog food. I would have had a bite. Wet or dry? Oh, it's it's dry. Ugh. It's dry food. I, I don't know if either would be better, but Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So the algo has in Indianapolis here. Next up, we've got the New York Giants, who are at Green Bay. This is an early start time. Is this a is this a London another London game? Mm, checking real quick. Yeah, this is another this is at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah. That you're you're still bot, botching the uh, What how are you supposed to say it? Uh, I am not even going to attempt well, it. Well, fucking tea time at 8:30 a.m. Uh and that's central time for us. Um, but that is an early morning game. I do love me an early morning Sunday game. I, I'm best. so glad Peter's not here mm. because I would prefer to watch early morning football than footy. Which is what he would prefer to watch. He would absolutely watch that. I told him that I would come over and watch the early football game. He goes, no, 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 no. Uh, big soccer game, Manchester United versus Manchester City. I didn't care. Did you watch any of the last week's game with uh, New Orleans, Minnesota? I'm sure you did. I did not. My wife was out of town. The field was fucking amazing. They have great facilities over there. I'm not shocked, but I mean, check it out this week. I I just feel like they go play, and I guess they're playing in soccer stadiums that are repurposed for football, but God, it looks like a great venue. And everybody's proud. Like, it looks like the drunkest crowd in, like, all of America, too. Oh, that's for sure. So, them uh, them Euros get up for it. So, the G-Men... 
versus the Packers. Packers opened up as a six and a half point favorite. That line is kind of all over the place. I'm seeing eight, eight and a half, nine. Most books have this at eight. And I think it'll settle there. But there's a couple of books here uh, that have this thing at nine. BetMGM has this thing, Green Bay laying nine. Um, I'm seeing nine and a half on some bootleg online sports books. <laughs> What's your inclination here? Is Daniel Jones going to play today? Play this weekend? I mean, if almost it would almost tell you that that line would say no. I don't know, man. If he's not playing, they don't like Tyrod Taylor got hurt last week too. So, like, I don't know if you saw this, but essentially Saquon was running the Wildcat at the end of the game, and they had Daniel Jones in there just so that they could radio the plays into his helmet, and then he would go stand there and like not run routes because his ankle was sprained. Uh, so the Giants are beat up. They're real beat up. I I like Green Bay in this spot. Green Bay looked pretty competent last week. Did they? They almost lost to New England with the third stringer. Oh, what competent? I was thinking of the Tampa Bay game. You're right. Uh, wrong week is my uh, yeah. Take Daniel there. Jones is questionable. I've got to think that he's probably going to play this game. I mean, they'll probably call somebody up off their practice squad. If not, regardless, I I like Aaron Rodgers in this spot. Uh, six points isn't. I mean, that's a lot, but I still think Green Bay kind of puts takes him to the woodshed. Um, without a competent quarterback or a healthy quarterback, I, I mean, Daniel Jones, when he can't run, is going to be a problem. As his ankle is hurt. I think th- I think he's playing. Okay. And the Packers, what... Yeah, you could say this about New England's defense, which we've always known, that they look... That New England's defense is really good. But a Bailey Zapp, which I was hoping that he would make an appearance. Zappy, right? Zappy. I like calling him Zapp. Zapper. Uh, I, I had a feeling he would make an appearance last week. I'm so glad he did. I mean, Peter made the analogy that he was throwing water balloons. I mean, there was no there was no zappy on any of the balls he no threw. No zip on the zap. But that being said, the Green Bay didn't look that great. And had New England beat them, you know, we'd be talking about a 2 and 2 Packers team losing to I think one of the worst teams in the NFL in New England. And the Giants are sitting at 3 and 1. So, you know, to go out and just say, yeah, Green Bay um, you think that's short sighted? I'm 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 just I'm just not sure about that. But sixty five percent of the money uh, of the bets are coming in on Green Bay. Sixty eight percent of the money. It's probably not a terrible thing. Uh, Green Bay also, by the way, they're two and two against the spread. Giants are three and one against the spread. You almost think is there a little reversion back to the to the mean here and things even out. Uh, I would say Jones playing. I think this is enough points that the Giants cover. Are you going off of eight or off six? I'm going off of eight points. Okay. I was thinking six, but okay. Eight points. Yeah. The, uh, oh, we've got to talk about, uh, Pete, Pete likes the Giants. Okay. So fair enough. And you like, we don't listen to his, I like green Bay. Okay. I I still, I, and yeah. So if it's eight point, let me change this here. So, the algorithm has Green Bay winning 23.39 to 19.1. With an eight-point spread, you're getting 3.7 points of value, roughly. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of feels right. I will say, you know, it wouldn't surprise me that this game could, could get out of hand uh, if, 
if Jones does not play. Obviously, we're going to update this mm-hmm. on the Patreon the morning of. And so people will see that line. Obviously, if yeah. Jones isn't playing. Make informed bets, people. Yeah, but even if Jones doesn't play, this line's going to move the right direction. I think there's still enough value that it still might work I mean, out. eight's a lot when you don't truly have a home field advantage. So, is what it is. Okay. All right. Enough. Next up, we've got the Chargers at the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns, man, you know, they they look better than I thought they would without uh without Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh this line opened up at the Chargers laying three as a road dog. Of all the road dogs I see, this is one of the teams that I think absolutely can come away with a victory and a cover. Chargers look really good. That being said, last week, as good as they looked, Houston was in it. They almost covered late. I think Houston's spicy, and I think that they're just not quite good enough to win, but I think they're good enough to be competitive at like, I don't think it's as bad as it was last year. If you lost to Houston last year, or if you were competitive with Houston last year, that was embarrassing. This year, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. To me, this feels like the Chargers are just going to put a whooping on them. And I just, I think the Chargers are, are going the right direction. I think they're going to dominate Cleveland here. I, th- I think this is going to be uh, a blowout. Cleveland's just so strange to me because when I turn on Cleveland, they look good. But when I turn off Cleveland, I look up and they lose to the Falcons. And I'm like, what? What? How does that happen when you have good defense and good running and all the stats are backing this up? Like, how did that outcome occur? Uh, whatever it is, they are not able to hold on to leads. They're not able to control the ball game. And I mean, I don't, I've lost confidence in them. Losing to, to the Falcons, a team that completed seven passes in the game, the Falcons did when they beat the Cleveland Browns last week. That's fucking, I mean, that's unforgivable. Uh, you are not competent, and now you're going against a very good uh, Chargers squad. Uh, I'm I'm riding with Herbert and the Chargers. Yeah, I mean they're look. The Chargers are only two and two. Both teams are both two and two. Um, Chargers are three and one against the spread. Surprisingly, which I saw that stat didn't make a lot of sense. Cleveland's two and two against the spread. Uh, yeah, I think I, I I like this, and especially uh, Chargers are two and zero against the road. Mm. I like that trend to continue here. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Peter likes the Browns. We can mark that down. Got it. The algorithm likes Cleveland to win this game Whoa. outright. Twenty four point nine six. Call it twenty five to twenty four with a three point spread you're getting 3.86 points of value on the Browns. Interesting. Look, I hope the algo's right. I want to be wrong sometimes. I hope the algo's right. The other thing is Herbert's two weeks now removed from his whatever rib injury. I don't know that that's a good or a bad thing, but it's certainly better than it was before. So, I mean, that could have contributed to them struggling with Houston as well. I I still just, I'm still riding with them. Damn charges. Yeah. It feels good to me. I'm I'm okay with it. Nice. Detroit Lions are on the road against the New England Patriots. Zappy looks like he's getting the start. This line opened up at the Pats laying five. It's now to laying three. As far as money goes, 79% of the money is on New England, but 56% of the betting action is on the Lions. So that should tell you something. Is this 
Patriot defense enough to uh, to beat the Lions. That Lions defense, that this offense can score. But We've their defense that. is just dog shit. It doesn't exist. So what? So the question becomes: Can Detroit's offense move it on on New England's defense? Amon Ron is supposed to be back. Uh, I think Swift is back as well. Those are two key cogs in that machine. I love Detroit, dude. They're so fun. Yeah, they got to start being dogs though. They got to play some fucking defense and have a backbone to win some games, especially if they're on the road here in New England. Uh, getting points though and playing versus Zap, like this is Zappy's shot right here. If he's going to score some points, this is going to be it. Uh, I like Detroit in this spot. I think it, it. I think that their offense is powerful enough, and I think that New England's offense is anemic enough that it balances out in the right side towards Detroit. Uh, last week, New England had some really good success on the ground with two different running backs and uh, Stevenson and um, Harris. Harris. So I don't know if that's that continues, but if Detroit can stop the run, I think that that's pretty much good night. Murder she wrote. I think the Patriot that they've obviously going to control the clock and you'll probably see both of those running backs see 15 to 20 touches a piece. I think so. And that's really the only way that you're going to have a chance to win this football game on paper. This says, okay, yeah, the Patriots, both Patriots and lions, they're one and three, but Patriots at home playing the lions. You'd think this would be an easy spot for them to get a victory. I think the challenge here is a, you know, backup rookie quarterback, and you'll see some mistakes. If you're a bad defense in Detroit, I think this is where you might get your mind right. And I just like the offense here. I think New England is too stagnant Agreed. on offense that they're just not going to be able to keep up. And, to you know, Green Bay hasn't looked that great on offense. So let's not be fooled. You know, I, I like this New England defense, but let's not be fooled about what they did to Green Bay. They are missing Devontae big time. Big Adams, time. Big time. Big time. I like that. I like Detroit. No surprise here. Peter the Homer. He's <laughs> you think he on, even thought about it? He's on the pass. No, he just saw it. Yeah, he just he even looked at the line. New England, New England, New England. Yeah, he didn't even look at the line. <laughs> this is the second largest value index. Detroit wins outright 32.6 to 25.3, 10.3 points of value on Detroit. I don't think this is going to be as high a scoring game as the algo says here. That's for sure. I don't, but I like Detroit to win this game outright. Amon Ra, he's coming out just on fire after missing last week. That guy's like the, one of my favorite storylines in the end. You love that guy. He's so fun, dude. Love seeing a guy come up and just fucking ascend straight up. Like yeah. year two, boom, gone. He's done well. Yeah, with golf running the show, like that's impressive. Uh, well, they got a healthy, they got a healthy running back situation. Yeah, uh, they've got a great tight end, a whole stable of them. Yeah, I, I like Detroit. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got our last game of the five pick. San Francisco on the road against Carolina. This line opened up at San Fran as a road favorite laying three. It's now up to six and a half oh, across no. most books. What happened? That's, you know, uh, do they have a quarterback situation here? Obviously they do because Baker has not been performing well. Uh, who's getting the start here? But what changed? What did it go from three to six and a half? How does that happen? Uh, Something money. has to change, right? Money. You think it's just money could swing it like that? No question. I'll huh. tell you. Yeah, let me, 
So right now, 77% of the money's on San Fran. So money is similar to stock stock market. Well, I mean, three points was a good value. Six and a half is not such a good value. Uh, you know what? It makes sense. You're, you're correct. <laughs> that's how three, that works. Three, yeah, that's exactly correct. Um, Just like the stock market. It's, you know, money's going to come in and Vegas's responsibility is to get action on both sides. So if more people are taking San Francisco, they've got to jack that line up. So someone goes, well, I'm not, I like San Francisco at, uh, you know, three, but I don't like them at four. I don't, you know, I like them at Mm. four. I don't like them at five and so on. You get buyers, but people are still buying San Francisco. If you're going to take the short side, Panthers would be it. And I got to tell you, I watched a little bit of that. San Francisco Rams game before I did something really cool. What'd you do? I went and saw Harry Styles. Oh boy. How did he do? There was no boys there. It was all teenage girls, by the way. <laughs> oh, the guys, girl. They got, they, they got, the guy's a killer. He's an absolute killer. Did you sit in the box or what? Yeah, we sat in the box. You would, um, Mitch. You we, fucking we, would. We sat in the box. Are you a, are you a Styles believer? Like, I, do you love I'm, it? I'm a fan You're boy in. now. I'm he, in. He put on a good show? Yeah. I mean, the motherfucker sells out at the garden Six, like- they put a, a rafter in a row. They put a rafter next to sports franchises in the Madison Square Garden because <laughs> I think he sold out fifteen straight nights he, in a row. He's got a uh, ship. He's got a championship banner up there. No injuries. No injuries. Total performer. His dance moves weren't that great. He was just dancing around. Yeah, okay, but but he killed it. It, it was it was great. Uh, I was very impressed watching the San Francisco 49ers for that. First half, mm-hmm. I was blown away by the speed. They just look so much faster than the Rams on defense, on offense. Your boy Ayuk looked great. Debo looked great. Debo Bosa good. on the defensive side looked great. They just looked faster. Rams just looked like they were confused and lost. And as much as they were, they were kind of in it most kind of the game. Up until the fourth quarter of that game, they had a shot. They settled for field goals. They could not get in the end zone, but something's got to give. I don't know. They need another playmaker on the wide receiving core because it's, you know, you, you, you start boxing out. Allen Robinson is not cutting it. That's for damn sure. None of them are other than Cup. Cup, that's it. That's it. Cam Akers just no showing everywhere. It's like they're scheming it that way. Like they're choosing not to, to lean on these guys who, were expected to be big performers this year. It's odd. The thing about San Fran is you look two weeks ago and they lose to Denver and you're like, Jesus, what the fuck is this? Is it the same quarterback? He runs out of the back of the end zone, does the Orlovsky as as ESPN is like to so uh, happily quote. Uh, so like I've got these this Dr. and Jackal and Mrs. Hyde or whatever perspective of this team where they were dog shit his first game uh, under Garoppolo. They're amazing really versus the Rams. Uh made them look like shit. I, I kind of think versus the Rams was the truer identity. I think they were getting their feet. I think they were getting used to this new identity that they were going to be uh, more like what they were last year. And I, I think that they're going to be more and more comfortable and be more and more predictable moving forward. I like San Fran and the spy. I hate all the points. I'd like it at three, please. Uh, but that ain't the, that ain't the, them's ain't the breaks. I mean, Baker's got a 54.7% completion rate. He's in big trouble. Four touchdowns, three interceptions, but he's been sacked 11 times. You know, that's not great. Uh, (laughs) Christian McCaffrey, 
270 yards on the ground. He's played good. He's played okay. Yeah. He's played all right. I really think something needs to change at the quarterbacks. And it's not, this is going to be the best defense they've faced. Dude, they just got to funnel balls to DJ Moore. Like, that's, I don't know what else to tell you, man. Like, aim at your best player and fire. Like, force it. I don't know, from what I have seen out of both teams, I don't know how Carolina is going to get a first down. <laughs> it, it just feels like, out of all the teams that uh, Carolina has played, yeah. so here, let me, let me just list you the last teams that they've played, okay? They played Cleveland. They're okay. Giants, Who they is? look okay. Yeah. New Orleans and Arizona. Uh, San Francisco is on another level. By a long shot. By a long shot. Okay. You're going to lose to the Giants. You're going to lose to Cleveland. And you lost to Arizona. By a lot. By San 10. Francisco would kill Arizona. I think this is going to be an absolute blowout. San Fran is going to kill Arizona San, twice this year. San Francisco is going to kill this team. I agree. And there's a potential that maybe it's going to be so bad. I never wish anybody ill will, but Baker, I could see him getting pulled this game. I feel yeah, like I, something's going on in that locker room. Like, I don't know. It, this this team feels like the Jags last year where they were just, it was just all out chaos. There's no leadership. Everybody, like there's no backbone to this team. They're getting their ass whipped by a bunch of peewee teams. I I just, I don't know what else to say. There has to be something behind the scenes under the water that we're not seeing. I don't trust them, and I think they're getting whipped. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think this team is going to get absolutely smoked. <laughs> uh, Peter's also on the 49ers. Is this our first consensus this pick? This is. This is our first consensus pick, uh, which doesn't necessarily feel good. Carolina's 1-3 and three against the spread. San Francisco's, uh, they're 2-2 two and two against the spread, but with... 79% of the action coming in on San Fran, and we're on San Fran. This feels like Vegas gets this right. Sheeple. Yeah. Algorithm. Let's see it. San Francisco does win outright 21 to 17.4. You're getting 2.8 points of value on the Panthers. So we'll see about that. Is that... That does it for our five pick, Brad. I feel like that's the most important pick here. Like I, everybody's got a bad taste in their mouth about Carolina. You can't like in your right mind back Carolina, but the algo don't give a shit about bad taste. No, the algo looks and spits out some fucking data, and the data says Carolina wins this one or covers it. I should say data don't lie, but we do. That's right. So I feel like that's gonna be that's gonna be the one I'm gonna focus on here with my money this week. Good episode, Mitch. Yeah, play it out. I'm ready to break some fast. Go eat some bagels at 7.30 at night. You are not going for a bagel. That's just how you break fast, man. That's how you do it? Yeah, you can go have eat some, some salmon weird... on there? Or what has it worked? Oh, yeah. Mm. Some breakfast, bro. Break fast. Breakfast. Huh. For dinner. What's up? Good for you, Bubba. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back later this week.